All right, so you might have read in the news that the Buffalo Bills new stadium is going to cost $1.4 billion. And just as this is nothing new, the public, the taxpayer, is going to pay for $800 million of it. So my question is really, why have a billionaire, or any individual for that matter, own a sports team? Maybe an argument could be made for such an arrangement a century ago when leagues were just starting up. In fact, the NFL was founded in 1920, so just over 100 years ago. But at this point, having a billionaire own a sports team serves no real purpose other than to enrich one person. Why not have a city on the team? Green Bay Packers have that arrangement. Now, what this prompted me to do is take a look at the top five most expensive stadiums that taxpayers help pay for. And honestly, when I pulled up a list, the source I went to, there was actually 25. So I'm just going to give you the top five. The number five is AT&T Stadium, which costs $1.2 billion, $444 million of which is paid for by the taxpayers. Now, that's home to the Dallas Cowboys, owned by Jerry Jones, who's worth $8.5 billion. Number four is Levi's Stadium, which costs $1.3 billion, $114 million from taxpayers. So that's actually a little bit better of a situation. What is that, like 10%? Home of the San Francisco 49ers, but 90% of which is owned by the York family. The mother of that family, Denise York, is worth over $3 billion and was ranked number 260 on the Forbes 400 list just a few years ago. So, I mean, really, you're worth $3 billion and yet you need over $100 million in taxpayers for a stadium that you, for a stadium, for a sports team that you own. Doesn't make sense to me. Number three, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. $1.5 billion, $200 million from taxpayers, home to the Atlanta Falcons. The team is owned by Arthur Blank, who's worth $4.3 billion. $4.3 billion. Number two, Las Vegas Stadium, $1.9 billion, $700 million of which came from taxpayers. That's home to the Las Vegas Raiders, owned by Mark Davis, Reportedly one of the least wealthiest owners, though, with just 300, I'm sorry, with just 500 million net worth. Number one, Yankee Stadium, 2.3 billion, 600 million of which came from taxpayers. That's obviously home to the New York Yankees, owned by Hal Steinbrenner, the son of former owner George Steinbrenner, also the guy that was imitated, right? impersonated in Seinfeld, number of episodes, you know, being the employer of George. Anyway, how is worth around $4 billion. I'm sure a lot of that is inherited. And just, you know, the sheer amount, $600 million. Think of the things that $600 million could go to in New York City. So anyway, the source for my top five is thesportster.com. Here's some other points. Here's what I 
as an idealist, would have done with money if I had any power in cities, right? Instead of having billionaires own sports teams, if we had an arrangement where the city owned the team and you have a board of directors, management, etc., that are voted in by the taxpayer and the voters, think of the things that you can do. You can invest in education. You can invest in public transportation. You can invest in infrastructure. The vending in beer prices could probably be cut by a third, and the wages of the workers could be increased, bringing more prosperity to the city, ensuring a living wage, providing health care, etc. Now, top this story off with the recent news that Elon Musk has bought or is in the makings of buying Twitter for $44 billion, another billionaire that somehow has billions of dollars. And we all know that Elon Musk is the son of a man who owns some, some mineral mine in Africa, right? So the idea that he just pulled, him, pulled, him, pulled himself up from his bootstraps, give me a break. The system is a choice. I don't think billionaires should exist. I'm not saying wipe them off the face of the earth. I'm saying if you're a billionaire, it, 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 you should never get to that point. It's impossible to earn that kind of money. Um, I'm in favor of a tax that as soon as you hit a billion, uh, you're taxed to keep it under a billion. I think that's pretty fair. Anybody that has over $999 million, I don't think has anything to worry about. Again, this system is a choice. We've decided on it in the way that we vote. Uh, clearly, there's an oligarchy in America, and this is one of the prime examples of what an oligarchy looks like. 